Welcome to the I Spy with My MyOI podcast. I am your host, Brittany Murphy. I am a certified oral facial myologist, registered dental hygienist, and lifelong learner. My goal with this podcast is to bring you up-to-date and current literature and expand your knowledge of oral facial myofunctional disorders so that together we can get to the root cause of the problem. You ask, we'll answer by collaborating with true pioneers and specialties associated with the myo world. Join me on this journey as we dive into the life-altering world of tethered oral tissues and airway space. Let's do this thing. Quick disclaimer, all content expressed on this podcast are the views and opinions of the speakers and is for informational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace, professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Because every person is so unique, you should always consult with your specialized healthcare professional. Welcome to the spinoff of the I Spy with My MyOI podcast. I am happy to introduce to you Myo Mondays with Carice Laguerre and Brittany Murphy. Just a couple of Myo fanatics talking shop, bringing you real and authentic conversation as if we were all sitting around my kitchen table. Nothing's off limits, so feel free to reach out to us with your burning Myo topics. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Myo Monday. We hope you all had a wonderful uh, short week last week, and we're back again to chat about another burning topic. Yay! Um, I think that, you know, we both, Chris, I think you can attest to this. We get a lot of messages, obviously not only from hygienists who want to do Mayo, but also like the struggles of Mayo and implementing Mayo, specifically office integration of myofunctional therapy, be that having the myofunctional therapist in the office or working with referring out to a myofunctional therapist out of the office. Um, so yeah, right. Would you say you agree with that? Yeah, that's hands down the number one struggle. A lot of people are working on consistency because consistency is key. It's one thing to get it all set up and to, you know, have your, I guess, your placard on the wall, like we're open for business. And it's a whole nother thing to actually be getting consistent business. And so that's where we find a lot of the struggles are. And so I'm really excited to talk today about some new things that we've kind of got going on, and it should be very helpful for many of those people who are going through those types of struggles. And I can't wait to get some really good feedback about a lot of it during the AAPMD this week. Yes, absolutely. We can't wait to see everybody, talk to everybody about what they have going on, what we have going on, Um, you know, because I feel like you know, we talked about this. There's not really anybody out there focusing on the implementation. Like there's a lot of courses out there, become a myofunctional therapist, learn to do myofunctional therapy. But like, and you say this all the time, right? There's a difference between taking a course and then actually then being able to implement all of that and implementing actual myofunctional therapy, like providing the actual service itself is a lot different than the integration of like that airway referral. Yes. And that's really what what we're talking about is getting patients on board saying, yes, yes, I understand I need this this referral. Yes, yes to treatment. Yes, I want to sign up for this course. Um, So what would you say is an overall struggle that you think offices have 
in implementing that and getting case acceptance? Defining for themselves an effective and efficient, because we all know we're short on time in the office, but an effective and efficient system or process for the patient experience throughout the office. So if we think of the office as a circle and the patient comes into the circle and they're in your waiting room, you need to have a system that will efficiently get them one, screened or assessed at the front desk, and then two, clinically, all the work that has to be done done, but how do you get in that system a really thorough documentation plan for everything that you're seeing as the hygienist? How do you get on board with communicating your findings with the doctor? How do you guys do that without adding an extra 15 minutes to every exam? Like how can we screen and assess and get them back out to that other end of the circle that's going to be them heading back out of the door? So how do we get the whole team on board? Because if there's any sort of kinks in patient experience, that's when I find that we don't have people who are willing to accept treatment. They're just like, I don't even know what's going on here. These people are crazy now. Yep. There needs to be that fluidity, right? Like everybody has to move with each other, right? You have to be able to do that dance together to be able to get that outcome that you're looking for. Anytime there's any kind of hesitation, whether it's clinically in the back, out front, office staff, what have you, that's gonna, that's really what the patient's gonna remember, right? Like, okay, well, they said this, and now I'm coming out here and the office manager's telling me this. But when I called the receptionist last week, she said this. No, we don't want any of that, right? We have to create good, solid processes that can be reproduced time and time again. It shouldn't be, you know, having to try this, that, and the other thing, right? You want to learn from that experience, be able to cultivate this process that works for your office, for your team and team training and making sure that you have the right personalities too on the team and understanding what each other's personality is, is also a key part in making this a, a successful outcome. I'd even say that that's like the most valuable part because what is a team? A team is not a bunch of people who were hired to work in the same office and are doing separate tasks. Like a team is supposed to work together. And so if you don't know how to work together efficiently, there's going to be problems. That's going to create a lot more kinks in your system than people who don't have, you know, the capacity to now say yes to your treatment. You're going to see it trickle down in a lot of other areas in the office and in the business as a whole. So Creating that team mentality, being able to be trained and getting all of that done efficiently is critical. And so I'm super excited because Brittany and I, we're going to be venturing out into the consulting world and really taking all of our knowledge because I've done this in several practices with just getting me to be the hygienist or the myofunctional therapist that's in that office. Uh, Brittany, you've worked with a DSO, like you, you know, it on even a larger scale than just my one-on-one private practice thing. And so I'm super excited to announce that we're going to be bringing the myo merge, like on, almost on a live tour. We'll be <laughs> in offices all around the country. <laughs> yeah, we're super excited for this. And, you know, if you have any questions about it, obviously feel free to reach out to us at any time. You can visit our uh, website, www.myomerge.com for more information. We have brochures and other information on this. And again, this is for 
the office looking to offer myofunctional therapy inside their office, the office looking to utilize that outside myofunctional referral. It doesn't necessarily have to be happening inside your office, but that referral still has to be made. That message still has to be clearly sent to the patient for them to understand that this is a necessity. If you are offering appliance therapy in your office, myofunctional therapy is a key integral part of that. There is no way around that. So making sure, because we hear that a lot, you know, there are some offices that are like, I don't want to have myofunctional therapy here and that's okay. But the biggest struggles for them is then getting that patient from their office to the myofunctional therapist. And you need that because you know, structure and function go hand in hand. And what you're doing without appliance therapy is not going to go where you want it to go. If you don't have that myofunctional therapist on board. Absolutely. And so I think that it's really important that we really like nail down that concept in dentistry because the medical world has it. Like if you are supposed to get a knee replacement or some other type of major surgery, they send you for prehab. They send you for functional work to a physical therapist. Like you cannot get that procedure done by that doctor. You can't have that surgery. You can't have that new thing until you've done the work. And then once you've done the work and you're ready then we know that the doctor gets better outcomes with that surgical case, with that, um, you know, rehabilitation case, whatever you're trying to achieve, you get better outcomes because you dealt with the structure and the function together. So dentistry really needs to get in on this model. That way, you as a provider, as a doctor who's doing, whether you're doing um, laser releases, whether you're doing scalpel releases, whether you're doing any sort of like functional release, or you're doing an appliance, you're going to get better outcomes by having a myofunctional therapist involved, whether it be in your office or outside. And we also want to talk about not just oral appliances for expansion purposes, but even sleep appliances. So even those mandibular advancement appliances, if you are an office heavily, you know, into sleep uh, dentistry via MMAs, uh, I'm sorry, mandibular advancement appliances, then this is still, oh, that is MMA. I thought I said Wait, that in the MAD is. MADs. Thank you. Um, uh, anyways, the, this is still for you because that myofunctional therapist, uh, team member is going to be huge. And that is what we really want everybody to understand that it doesn't necessarily matter what part of dentistry you're involved in. Myofunctional therapy should be a part of it all. Like crease, you just came back from ICAP talking about, um, the periodontal component. Yes. Yes. And there was a periodontist there who has been practicing for, you know, like 30 years. She's on the speaker circuit. She's very prominent. She was like, you know what? Nobody's talking about this enough. The function is incredibly important. She's just started realizing that she's just started referring people out and she's so much happier with the outcomes that she's getting with the stability that she's getting in those perio cases. And so perio impacts all of dentistry. We're all looking for it. And we know that function is a big part of it. The biomechanics also go along with the biochemistry. So we've got to start putting those pieces together and deal with that function before it creates a larger problem in our community. Absolutely. And even, um, you know, cosmetic dentists, dentists that are involved in full mouth, full mouth reconstruction cases, that myo is a huge component for stability. So it doesn't matter what type of, you know, uh, practice that you're in. If you're in, especially a multidisciplinary practice where you have all these specialties, yeah. if you don't have myofunctional therapy, you need to literally add it like yesterday. 
Absolutely. And so we so, are here to help you. <laughs> we're so here to help you. And, and just to play devil's advocate, Brittany, I'm going to ask you, like, what about the people who really haven't found somebody in their area yet, but they have a hygienist who might be interested? Like, can we help them? Absolutely. So part of that, in case you guys didn't know, we also teach a myofunctional therapy course. So we offer two myofunctional therapy courses. One is geared more towards that a dental hygienist that's going to be practiced in their current practicing in their current dental setting. And the other um, course is that myofunctional therapist that's going to have more of their own private practice. So again, you're going to be networking with this myofunctional therapist, but they might not be actually practicing in there. So maybe you do know of a hygienist. It might not be your hygienist, but you know of a hygienist, you know, that is looking to have a lateral shift in their career. This is part of our training. Okay. We're not just working with the dental hygienist. That's obviously a big part of it but it's not just the dental hygienist. We need to get everybody on board and everybody trained to be able to speak the same airway language that's going to be going across your office. Absolutely. So we're super excited to be, you know, bringing this and various levels of it. That way, if you've already started and you just need a little bit of help, we have systems and guidance for you. Or if you haven't even started yet and you're looking for training and implementation systems, we have something built for you. So I'm incredibly excited. Yes, we have different levels. So like I said, any information um, that you guys want, we can send to you so you can learn about our different levels of you know packaging that we have, depending on your levels or level of experience that you currently have. Um, for any hygienists that are listening, um, well, we do have a course actually coming up this Friday, which would have passed by the time you guys hear this, September 9th. So you'll have to catch the next run of that, which will be in the new year. But we do have our um, Team Mayo um, eight-week introductory course coming up uh, the beginning of October. Um, and that is the course that we always talk about. We kind of um, changed the, uh, what word am I looking for, Carice? Outline? No. We changed the format. Format. Thank you. We changed the format a little bit. So instead of it being a 14-week course, it is now going to be shorter. Um, you will have pre-learn modules that you will listen to beforehand. Um, the lectures will be released, same thing on a weekly manner. Every Wednesday, we'll have our live Q&A, which are super fun, super informative, a whole other hour of learning. And the best part, of course, we're going to end our end our course with our case studies, um, which is really important because you get to leave T-Mile already have started your first patient. You're already in the trenches treatment planning. Yes. And I think that's the best thing out there because I can't even imagine if I had to go through hygiene school and never touched anybody's mouth, like mm -hmm. never. And for some reason, myo classes are still being taught like that, where you don't really get into it before you leave the course. So I'm incredibly excited that we have that part of the puzzle there. That way you feel confident leaving. And that's what's most important. You should feel confident. Absolutely. And we just have a lot of fun together. As you can see, Carice and I are always having fun together. So yeah. we're excited to hopefully be able to work with any of you that are interested. Contact us, email us, um, go on our website, join our Facebook group out of the app and into Airway Challenge. Uh, Carice, anything else that we should leave the audience with before we let them go? Uh, no, join our family. We, we look forward to seeing you guys on the tour. Woo. Woo. All right, guys. Have a wonderful rest of the week. And hopefully we'll see all of you at the AAPMD. Yay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of I Spy with My My OI. 
If you want to hear more about these episodes, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or feel free to contact me at hello at mycom.com. Don't forget to subscribe as well and let us know of any subject or guest speaker you'd like to hear from. Help spread the word by sharing today's episode on your social media page. You can find me on Facebook at CT Oral Facial Myology or Instagram handle CT underscore Oral Facial underscore Myology. Everybody have a wonderful day. Thank you.